Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Legal Conversations. Let's welcome our first A-team guest, Paul Mokhetle, who's the director of Mokhetle Mohala Attorneys. Paul, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Uh, greeting everyone in the studio and the listeners. Now, COVID-19 has got everyone uh, wrapped around, you know, the economic buzz, and it's not an upward swing. A lot of us are really finding challenges. Is a tenant obliged to pay rent for the period of lockdown? Um, According to the law and the lease agreement, yes, I would say tenants are obliged to pay uh, the rent. But then if if you have been affected by lockdown, then I think you can just communicate to your landlord um, through a payment. Uh, you can for, for payment arrangement. Sorry. All right. So you are obliged to pay rent if you are renting somewhere. Sure, that gives me relief. And I'm so grateful that, uh, <laughs> you know, one of my tenants is paying. My tenant is paying properly. Um, you know, <laughs> we have not had any issues so far. Uh, but for some, you know, it hasn't been that easy for those who have lost their jobs or even um, had their salaries cut. So in cases like that, what what is this conversation supposed to sound like, Paul? when I as a tenant am not able to meet up with my monthly rent obligations? Um, you firstly have to cancel the lease agreement, but then you have to cancel it three months before, prior. And then, because now we are under lockdown, you cannot basically evict your tenant. Even if you can get a court order, it will be suspended up until lockdown ends. So, basically, you cannot evict anyone unless if the court, if it's a different maybe uh, matter or something, but then during lockdown, there's no way you can visit uh, your tenant. All right. Uh, A-teamers, call in on this one and ask your questions. Perhaps you find yourself as a landlord and you don't know what procedure to follow legally or you find yourself as a tenant and your landlord is not uh, playing according to the law. The number to dial in on is 011-714-2006. You just said, Mpo, that, uh, you know, in case you're a tenant um, and, and you now find yourself that you can't pay rent, the, the procedure is a three months notice that you can't pay rent. In this three months, can you live rent free because you have no source of income? Yes, you can because if you cannot afford to pay rent and you don't have anywhere to go, then you can stay while not paying rent. Remember, according to the regulation at 37 of, um, in the Government Gazette, it says that a person may not be evicted from his home unless. Uh, a computed court has granted an order authorizing the eviction. So the other one, it says um, a computed court may grant eviction, but then it will also suspend that or stay in order for eviction until the lapse or termination of the national state of disaster. Hey, I feel sorry for the landlords in these cases. Um, let me go to the server. Yeah, it's very note. tough. It's very tough. <laughs> Hi, this is Anonymous from Cape Town. I just want to understand why landlords still feel the need to increase rental obligations to tenants when they renew their contracts, when so many people are saying they cannot afford rent. And what you find then is that if a person says, I'm moving out, I cannot afford this increase, they then take the apartment back into the market 
and lower their rental um, requirements um, to a new tenant. So, for example, if a landlord said, um, I want to increase your rent to 6500 and that applies to the deposit, and you say, no, I'm moving out, two, three weeks later when the apartment is back on the market and you have people viewing the same apartment before you move out, the um, prospective tenant gets told that it's going to cost them 4500 for example, to move into the apartment. If you can explain how that works and if it's legal, that would be great. Also, a final one, just do tenants have the right to ask for the renewal fee to be waived, whether it applies to rent over all per month or whether it applies to the deposit and the rental amount? Thank you so much. Very pertinent questions there, and I've, I've seen this happening quite a lot. Um, could you please uh, respond, Paul? Um, I think the, the, the first question uh, about um, the increase of the rental, I think um, it depends on the lease agreement. Remember, every year uh, when you sign the lease agreement, it does state that um, the rental amount uh, will increase every year. So you find that maybe uh, already it's, it's a year now that since you've been renting the place, so um, you, the rent has to increase. But then we are under lockdown. So if the landlord comes and say, "Remember the lease agreement that we signed last year in January before um, the, the 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 COVID," and then you will like, but then now I've just lost my job and stuff, and then I'm I'm not able to pay my rent. And then if the landlord says, "No, you can vacate the premises," and then after that they decrease the rent it's because they now understand that it's during COVID-19. And then maybe they are also struggling to get um, tenants. So that's why I think that's why they sometimes uh, decrease the amount to the one that the other tenant was paying. It is illegal, I would say, because uh, it's, it's their place anyway. They can do whatever they want to do. So if now they're saying, okay, you were paying 5000 then when Patricia comes, they say 4.5. It's because they're also under pressure. They need to pay their rent. Also, if maybe they bond. So, yeah. It's not illegal. I think it's legal. And uh, what about uh, the issue she asked around, uh, you know, uh, wavering of rent or um, using that deposit amount for the next month's rent or um, getting it wavered? No, um, the, you cannot use um, you cannot use the deposit money to pay rent uh, according to the law. According to the, uh, I think it's rental. It's rental. I think there's, there's a law that says a deposit cannot be used to pay rent. And then when it comes to waiving the rent, and like I said earlier on, that you can communicate to your landlord to say, um, I am not able to pay my rent. Can we maybe at least give me three months? And then in the three months, I will pay for January, half of that amount, or I'll pay for uh, January, February, and March. Maybe you pay that around June then it will depend the communication between the landlord and the tenant. All right. Let me go to our A-teamers on the line. Jay, good evening. Uh, good evening to you and good evening to our guests. Um, getting straight into the point, yes. Uh, this tenant on verbal agreement, um, he moved into the house and I said, I will get the written agreement done. And by the time I got it done, this uh, so-called 
would have been tenant was ducking and dodging. Eventually went to the gentleman tribunal. It, it hardly uh, appeared to an heinous crime. He committed suicide. But in the meantime, I didn't know he's, he brought in his mother. Is she was an educator, an ex-educator now, and a brother. Now, I want to know what right have they got to be living there. They haven't signed anything, no verbal agreement, and no light, water, and rent has been paid for the last seven, going on eight years now. Now, I want to know, how easily can I get them out? Or can the courts give me a paper to get rid of them? I want to do renovation. The house has become derelict, neglected, and uh, lots of things have been missing from that house. All right, Jay, thank liter, you for the question. Yeah, 200 liter um, diesel is gone already, missing. Sure. Uh, yeah, it sounds very devastating and can be really tough to have tenants in the house, especially ones that don't comply. Uh, just, um, Jay, let's allow Mpo to respond. Mpo? Uh, I did not get her question. Her line was not clear. Can you just repeat what she said? Or can you just summarize? So, um, Jay was asking, her tenant had a lease with her and the tenant uh, passed on. Now, the tenant's brother and sister are now living in the place, but they don't have a lease. They're not paying for electricity. They're not paying for water. Uh, she wants them out of the property. What can she do? Uh, she must get an eviction order from the court. Like I said earlier on, so, um the court will decide on the circumstances. So, they might be evicted um, after the lockdown, unless it will depend on the judge. But then according to uh, lockdown regulations, it, it says that you cannot evict anyone up until uh, the termination or the lockdown lapse. But these people don't have a lease. On yeah, even if you, yeah, even if you don't have a lease, I can just come in and empty house and stay there. In order for you to evict me, you must do an eviction application. I can just go to any house right now with my bags and stay. And there's no way you can just push me out of that house today. But then I don't have a list with you or I don't know you. In order for you to evict me, you must go and approach a suitable court so that you can get an eviction order. My daughter, so those who have uh, properties and they are leasing them out are really in trouble. The law doesn't necessarily protect them. Yeah, but then remember, you can if you are the landlord and then maybe the house is a bond, you can just go, like now people know that it's locked down. You can go and ask. If maybe you were paying 5000 for your bond, then you can ask uh, the banks to at least maybe to pay 2000 or 3000 So While someone is staying for free, doesn't sound like a fair deal. Let me go to Anonymous. Anonymous, good evening. Hi, good evening. Good evening, go ahead. Hi, good evening, yes. Uh, yes, as I said, I'd like to remain anonymous. I have a bonded property, but due to my age, I moved out before lockdown and went to stay at a retirement village. I had a contract with a tenant for 12 months and towards its expiry, he then decided to leave because it was more or less around a lockdown in 2020 March. I was able to get other tenants three months later. They paid in advance, paid a lump sum, for six months. 
we had an agreement for 12 months. Subsequently, they did not pay. Now, this is bonded property. I am retired. And we were able, I don't know, by the grace of God, to get them out of the house. Now, the bank wants its money because for six months, we've not been paying. Sure. So what's your question, Anonymous? Um, I need to know what I should do to the bank. Will they accept if I tell them my story? Because they left owing me a huge amount of money. They signed an acknowledgement of debt, but they still are not paying. I since moved back to my house. Um, I'm actually battling to fix it. It is dilapidated. Sure. Yeah. Everything you touch breaks. All right. Let's allow um, Paul to respond anonymous. Paul? Um, Mama has to follow the civil claim. She has to issue summons against the previous tenants because they had um, a lease agreement was signed. And then I can also hear that she says an acknowledgement of debt was also signed between the parties. So uh, in order for her to claim the money that uh, the previous tenant uh, owes her, she has to go and approach an attorney so that an attorney can issue summons claiming all the money that those tenants uh, are owing to Umama. And then also she can go to, I think she can also try and go to the bank and negotiate payments uh, arrangements. Even if she tells the bank about her issue, I don't think uh, they will take that. But then if maybe she can make payment arrangement to say, uh, guys, I'm a pensioner, and then uh, I was, I'm unable to pay my bond, so um, can you please make a, can we please make a payment arrangement? Let me pay 2000 instead of 4000 I think that won't be a problem because we are, we are under lockdown right now. Sure. Uh, I hope this will help her. Um, but it really does not seem fair. You know that uh, those who have properties are not able <laughs> to to get the help that they need. And Mama might end up spending money to get uh, someone legal to represent her. So it's more money above the debt that she has. Sure, just not say it's just not making sense to me. But let's go to voice notes. Good evening, Patricia and the guest. My name is Mark. I wanted to find out what happens if the law doesn't allow your deposit to pay for the rent. What happens is that if I give a notice and I'm moving out and my landlord doesn't refund me my deposit and it's difficult for the landlord to refund me my deposit simply because he doesn't have a new tenant in that apartment. What is going to happen to my man now? All right, um, Paul, please respond. Um, the, the issue about the deposit, like I said, um, you it's unlawful for you to settle the outstanding rent uh, during lockdown. So parties should at least maybe um, look at the lease agreement and relevant legislation to consider the position after the lockdown. So basically there is nothing that... Uh, the, the the landlord can do you cannot even use the the deposit money so to pay for rent for next month or for 
in advance. So you cannot do that. It's unlawful. Wait, the tenant says that the landlord is not paying them back their deposit. They've moved out and they gave enough notice. Then the landlord has to state the reasons why he's refusing to pay them back the, the, the deposit money. All right. And because legally he's forced to. Aha. Uh-huh. So legally he's forced to. So where can uh, the... Uh, the tenant go to then to get help. He, can, he needs to approach an attorney in order <laughs> for him to get help. Yeah, no, clearly this is legal but conversations. <laughs> Everything yeah, goes back also, to an attorney. I think it also depends uh, on the amount of deposit. So if it's around 10,000, then he can also go to small claim court. All right. Let me go to the next voice note. Hi, Patricia and your guest. So if my tenants cannot afford paying rent during this lockdown so the electricity and water and everything i should be providing for them and then switching those things off for them not to use um is it illegal because i too cannot afford to keep them in the house using electricity and water uh, for free how do we go about that? Sure, I feel you, A-teamer. So, Mpo, please uh, give us the legal answer. Uh, it's actually unlawful for <laughs> the landlord to cut electricity and water. Remember, according to our constitution, everyone has a right to basic needs. So, they, everyone needs to have electricity and water. So, if you decide as a landlord to cut um, the electricity or water, and then uh, the, the tenant can just go to, can approach an attorney or to court to apply for a spoliation order. So the court will give the tenant uh, the order to say the landlord has to, <laughs> to give back, or I, I don't know about how to say it, but then the landlord has to stop cutting the, I don't know how to say it, water and electricity. Yeah. Hmm. I get landlords, you are hearing for yourself. You're on your own. The law is on the side of the tenant. And if you need help, you need to uh, really have extra money. Pad yourself up. You know, I've heard of people who are landlords who have just gone to the uh, property, removed the front doors, you know, and said, until you pay my money back, I am, since I can't, uh, you know, evacuate you, um, all the doors will be gone. So, yeah, and then the, the tenant can go to a, a processable court to get a spoliation order. Tenants, uh, you are in luck. You are in luck. Anonymous on the line. Good evening. Good evening to you, Patricia, and to your guest as well. Nice topic uh, all the time. Thanks. I just want to say, uh, you know, Ma that called earlier on, Anonymous Ma. Uh, I just want to tell her if she's, uh, she's a pen- she said she's a pensioner mm-hmm. and she doesn't have money, you know, to fix up the property, uh, the damages and everything else. She can go to the rental tribunal board. She doesn't have to go to the le- to, uh, to the uh, uh, to the law. She go to the rental tribunal board. They work for free for both the parties, for the landlord and the tenant. Oh, thanks for the advice, anonymous. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Oh, very good uh, advice there. Um, so, Paul, can you elaborate more on that advice? Um, I think you can also go to the rental tribunal board and then they will help you 
I think oh, Mama, I, I don't know much about it, but then you can go and Mama can just go there and approach them and then I think they will address further. All right. Um, uh, let's go to this one. Uh, Douglas in Cape Town says, what must I do with the landlord who didn't tell me that uh, I have I must pay for water? Uh, later, after three years, he tells me that uh, uh, you... <sighs> that you weren't paying for water, yet he was not giving you a bill. Now, you give him notice to move out. After you move out, the landlord blacklists you. What can Douglas do? Uh, if the tenant has proof that he was paying for, for water... But no, 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 please listen. Um, Douglas says he was not paying for water because he never received a bill. So for three years, he never received a water bill. The landlord said nothing for three years about paying for water. Now he wants to move out. Then the landlord says, you've got an outstanding water bill for three years. And then he blacklists him. I think um, the tenant should check the lease agreement. The tenant should check with who? No, the, the tenant should check the lease agreement. Remember they are tenants and everything that you are supposed to pay this and this. Yeah, but so then if you are not getting from the landlord the lease, uh, the, the, the water and lights bill, where was he supposed to get it so he can pay it for three years? No, I think that the tenant can just uh, do a, apply for rescission and state his reasons and then they can both argue the matter in court. All right, so... It, it, it's a court issue. Thank you so very much, Mpo. Mpo, let's round our discussion off uh, with you just giving us your closing comments. Okay. Uh, I think, um, I, I, I don't know I, I don't know what to say, but then I think um, the law is also unfair to, uh, uh, to landlords, but then there is nothing we can do. So um, it, it is what it is, I think. How do we get in touch with you, Mpo? Uh, you can go to our social media pages. Um, we are on Twitter. We are Mohesa Musalatinis. Uh, Facebook, Mohesa Musalatinis. Everywhere, Mohesa Musalatinis. Simple as that. Thank you very much, um, Paul, for joining us and giving us some insight on uh, landlord and tenants and eviction during this pandemic and lockdown. Have a good evening.